one thing that that I've learned is it it pleases God when his children really have faith in who he is rather than what he can do. Thank you so much for tuning into the Raw and Real Show, where we talk with real people about their raw and real life stories. This is your host, Miguel Aquino. Welcome to the Raw and Real Show. Thank you for being here with us again and tuning in. Um, if you'd like to connect with me, you have any questions, any comments, or if you'd like to be part of Raw and Real, you can find me on Instagram at miguelaquino01. Or you can send me an email at l-u-i-s-m-i-d-w at gmail.com. Today, our guest, Adrian Flores, he's a 25-year-old young man that really values his friendships. He's passionate about mixed martial arts. He loves to hike and loves his country. Adrian, welcome to Ryan Real. How's it going, man? It's going great. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for taking the time and being here with us so you are passionate about mma oh i love it miguel okay talk to me about that i mean if mma were a woman i'd marry her okay. like on the spot okay and that much. just how much i mean that much i'm saying that, that much. much not enough to do it but enough to just man i i love the sport of mma yeah okay and uh, you were sharing with me off uh, off air that you were a wrestler. On was that on high school time? Yeah, that was high school. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Talk it to was, me a little bit about that stuff. It was a very fun time. Okay. It helped me shed about sixty pounds. I was a I was a bit of a fat kid going into high school. Okay. Shed about sixty pounds. Um, I think I couldn't eat and put pounds on. That's how many calories I was just burning. It was just fun, Miguel. It was really fun. I really loved it. Nice. And uh, what happened? Oh, man. I had a career-ending injury. It wasn't bad. Like, I broke anything. Uh -huh. But it, I hyperextended my knee. And uh, after the adrenaline wore off, it was a bad hyperextended. I just I could not walk for a good two weeks. And, uh, I mean, at that point, I just really wish they kind of broke it because it didn't heal quite right. Didn't have insurance to go kind of get the, the the physical therapy okay and uh yeah my friends just kind of surpassed me and um so did you try to go back so you took some time off mm -hmm. okay and then you try to go back to mm -hmm. it but uh you probably were not at the level that your friends were at yeah no everybody was just better better than me and uh did that make you quit or what happened no i just i became the star of the jv team and i was kicking freshmen all around. I mean, oh, I was so you went and started focusing on something different? No, 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 no. The JV team for the wrestling, for the wrestling. Um, oh, because you had the varsity and then the 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 JV, right? Okay, okay. And I just, I was the destroyer of freshmen as a senior. I oh. mean, that's what it was. I mean, that was just my lane from okay. that point on. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So um, <laughs> now let's let's go back to MMA, mm -hmm. which is your passion. I wouldn't say it's my passion. But I it's mean, one of the things that I really like to do, enjoy. Right? This, is, this is true. This is true. Right. So, mm -hmm. I mean, that's the sport that you go after. Is it, more, uh, is it more mixed martial arts, MMA, or football? If there's one that you have to choose, which one would you choose? Oh, I, I know nothing about football. <laughs> hey, go Dolphins. <laughs> Let me just say that. Go Dolphins. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, it's just, it's, 
I am religious about MMA. Yeah. Yes. So with that in mind, talk to us about the, the, that next fight that you are anticipating. Man, my next fight, this is a good this is a good question. I think pride is always my next fight, right? Always fighting my pride, uh fighting my selfish intentions okay. and uh really embla em embracing humility. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So pride and embracing humility pretty much. Mm -hmm. Um why is pride one of the things that you are fighting against? Um I think it has to do a lot with like how just you deal with your insecurities, right? Mm -hmm. And um uh I think uh pride it feels comfortable, right? Feels feels comfortable, but uh, in reality it just it just keeps you from what you really want at the end of the day. It, it it's a comfort thing. It's not a it's not a growth thing. It's a comfort thing. It's there to make you feel good, make you feel good about yourself. So you don't Not the to to necessarily confront uh what you're insecure about or let people in on that. Um yeah, pride's not your friend. He'll he'll pretend to be your friend. He'll be like, Yeah, you know that thing we want? Let's do everything we can to not make that a reality. Mm, yeah. <laughs> well, on on whatever it is that you want, right? I think right. I think we gotta deal a lot with pride when it comes to relationships with um With our parents, with our siblings, with um, damaged relationships that you want to heal, like there's there comes some humility in there yeah. that you need to embrace. I think it's 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 important. Yeah, you know, on, to be honest with you, I thought it was kind of like a culture thing, but mm. it is more of like a manhood thing. I think the mm. the pride because uh, I can I have been able to see this that uh, women are a little bit more humble than mm. than the men. Not all, and I'm probably generalizing a little too much but this is what i noticed and this is what i have seen and, and, and experienced is that uh it's easier to teach probably uh, a woman or a lady something than a guy and uh -huh. i think that has to do a lot with the pride with the pride part of it because uh in one hand it's like well you don't have to tell me because i know it all mm -hmm. kind of thing uh besides there are some other uh, i mean you really have to have a a humble and a humility spirit To mm. learn from someone else. Yeah. You know, and be like, okay, you know what? I'm going to learn from this person. But me personally, I have experience, and that's what I've seen on guys too, that when it comes down to, uh, I'm, I'm married, you know? So mm. when it comes down to like marriage or someone correcting me, that pride thing wants to kick in and be like, yeah. uh, I'm already almost 40 years old and you're still correcting wait me. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Miguel. You're 40 years old? I'm about to be 40. You don't look a day over 29 right now. <laughs> what, what? Well, thanks for that's, that compliment. That's crazy, Miguel. <laughs> thanks for that compliment. But uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm close to be 40 years <laughs> old. And I'm, and uh, I feel like, well, I'm being, you know, through life. Mm -hmm. and, and when people are come and try to correct me, sometimes I feel the pride kicking in and be like, mm, sometimes me being quiet doesn't mm -hmm. mean that I'm accepting the correction or the answer it's me fighting that prideful mm -hmm. of myself of me mm -hmm. trying to kick in and saying things like well you know i can probably do it better mm -hmm. i can probably do that better than you can do mm -hmm. and you know things along those lines so uh you are you have two you are a 25 year old young man in uh really being um in that sense of fighting the pride i think uh You have a bright future ahead of you, my man. Oh, thank you, Miguel. 
I'm serious because you are being aware of some of your weaknesses as guys, as men that we have at, at this age. Mm, praise and, God. And, and, and it's one of the things that I would tell my younger self. You know, mm. you don't know it all, Miguel. You don't yeah. know it all. And because trust me, I, I have been through so many things because I feel and I think that I know it all. Mm. But this is another thing that I learned. When I let people into my life, correct me and accept me. I accept those corrections and start doing changes in my life. Mm-hmm. That's when I have seen the growth. And uh, I applaud you and uh, just uh, continue growing, you know, in your humility and just uh, kick pride out of your life as mm-hmm. much as you can. Mm-hmm. So now let's kick it in, focusing on you now. Okay. How would you describe success or what does success looks like for Adrian Flores? Man, if you're if you're to if you're to ask me this probably maybe two years ago, I'd say like perfection. But now uh I think I just describe success as um growth. Uh when I think of man, when I when I feel like I'm not succeeding is is when I feel like my life is stagnant and nothing's going on. So I think for me, if I feel like I'm growing, if I feel like I'm developing, if I feel like um, uh, I'm getting nuggets every day and uh, really making strides towards um, uh, what I want in life, then, uh, then I feel like that's success. Adrian, you say something right now, and you mm-hmm. said, what I want in life. If I'm growing towards the things that I want in life, so what are those things that you want in life? Mm-hmm. Man, above everything. Yeah. Above everything. My dream is just to live out my calling um, within Christ. Um, I believe that that is a uh, full-time ministry. Um, uh, what type of ministry? I, I don't know. I don't know. I am I am letting God um, lead me in that aspect. I mean, I've d- I do a lot of things, right? I I I I could do a lot of things. I could I I could fit the mold of whatever God wants me to do. Um, I'm really focusing on uh, being a servant, a servant above everything, right? What is it that God says when we get to heaven? Well done, my good and faithful servants, right? Um, and above Christ did not come to, uh, to be served, but to serve. These are, these are kind of the verses that come through my head. Um, yeah, I'm really, really kind of focusing on, you know, how, how do I become a better servant at the end of the day, at the end of the day? What are some of those things that you have learned lately that are making you grow towards that dream? Towards that dream? Hmm. This is a very good question, Miguel. Very good question. Um, I think um, on the aspect of this, this isn't more the aspect of serving, right? But I think towards that dream of ministry, right? Uh, you're serving others. But I don't think if uh, if you yourself are he- healthy, if you're not at a healthy place, if, if you haven't done the proper self-care on yourself, I don't think you you're not serving yourself in a good way making sure you get what you need i'm not sure if you could be able to adequately give other people what they need or serve them 
um, if you yourself are hurting in a, in a place of hurt. Okay. So now you are talking about leadership. You're talking about leading people. Mm-hmm. You're talking about um, you really uh, focusing for your, your dream, mm-hmm. which is uh, ministry. Mm-hmm. Whatever that looks like, as uh, you are not sure what that looks like, but mm-hmm. you know you feel that you have a calling to be in ministry. Mm-hmm. It can be for like uh, pastorhood or uh, missionary, whatever mm-hmm. it is that God has called you for, right? So you say the word healthy. If I'm not healthy, mm-hmm. right? Like that's your focus, getting healthy. If you're not healthy, how can you serve others if you're not healthy? So describe healthy uh, for someone like me that probably don't understand the word. Uh, the entireness of healthy does that mean uh physically healthy does that mentally healthy does that mean mm-hmm. um spiritually healthy so in your own words can you describe what that word healthy means for you focusing on acquiring uh yeah mm-hmm. focusing on getting to your dream mm-hmm. man what is healthy? You throw no softballs, Miguel. You throw no <laughs> softballs. What is healthy? So, man, healthy, healthy to me, or have just having a healthy life, right? I think that um, it, it, it encompasses everything, right? I think you could have. Um, I think everybody could be healthy in certain parts of their life, and then have other parts of their life that aren't healthy, right? So right. Someone could be very healthy in their finances, right? Have uh, stocks, uh, a diversified portfolio, right? Um, but um, spiritually, they are not a good place. Mm-hmm. Or someone could be very fit, very um, their their temple, right? They have mm-hmm. a very good temple, no cracks in it. But um, um, their relationship with their father isn't isn't a healthy one, and it causes them pain, and it causes them this and that, and the suppression of it is just too much to bear. And so I think, um, uh, man, can someone be 100% healthy? That's a good question. But you know, I think that, that is a great question. And I did not know that because w- what I can say is mm-hmm. we can probably work towards getting and being healthy, mm-hmm. you know, like every single day. Mm-hmm. And I think we can talk about example. Like if you want to be, um, probably physically healthy Mm -hmm. you're gonna start eating the right things Mm -hmm. you're gonna start exercising Mm -hmm. you know there are some things that you're gonna say no to Mm -hmm. uh for you to intake you know some kind of foods that you're gonna say no to and what are your yeses and what are your no's when it comes down to food what Mm -hmm. are your yeses and no's when it comes down to like even your sleeping habits Mm -hmm. you know and then we can probably say okay that person is working on uh towards getting healthy yeah okay because sometimes we see healthy as someone being sick or someone being not sick. Because mm-hmm. someone that is not sick, that means it's healthy. Uh, yes and no. Because someone that is not sick, but it's eating all kinds of junk, mm-hmm. may not be sick right now. Mm-hmm. But maybe 10 years from now can be very sick. Yeah. And I want to preface it with this, right? You don't, I, don't, I don't believe that in order to be used by... For me, right? For me. My, my end goal in life is to live out my calling in Christ. So right. I don't think you need to be 100% healthy. I just think um, like, hey, when God's saying, man, can I trust Adrian with with this, 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 that? I think, yeah, yeah. I think he, he's, he's at a point with the responsibility of everything in his life where I can trust him. 
And um, yeah, so I think uh, with, with your initial question of like, where where are you learning? Uh, coming into a lot of healing. There's a lot of healing of yeah. things that were suppressed in my life um, okay. for a very long time. Uh, and uh, maybe even you can call them gripes with God. But um, yeah, I mean, I think a, a big part of it, it too is... So is that like emotional... Uh, emotional yeah it's emotional yeah okay. emotional uh uh spiritual even but um yeah i think a big part of of like like adrian saying man i want to live my calling right now and it's and 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 um god give it to me and and this and that right but really just kind of looking at where you're at right i'm coming into a lot of healing right now and being happy there and being content with man Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And right now he's leading me to a green pasture where I'm coming. I'm just experiencing a lot, a lot of healing, Miguel. That's awesome, man. So now talk to us about that healing that you're going through right now. What made you unhealthy? Or what was that one thing that uh, you have to heal from right now? Mm -hmm. The guy is walking you through and being, okay, Adrian, you need healing on this part of your life. Mm -hmm. And for what you just said right now, it sounds like it's spiritually and emotionally. Mm -hmm. What happened there? Um, yeah, I mean, what happened essentially was um, my faith with uh, my father getting uh, stage four cancer. And, uh, this was when I was 12, um, grew up in church, right? I think around second grade, whatever, whatever age you are, second grade, I started going to, uh, harvest over in Riverside, lived in Riverside, um, uh, was going to harvest, going to harvest, loved Jesus, really loved God. Um, and, uh, really had, uh, had childlike faith right really had childlike faith um that uh my dad when he got his diagnosis and they gave him they gave him two weeks they said like hey you need to you need to get your affairs in order um that uh you know i had peace i really had peace my mom said you say you were 12 yeah and you had this faith mm -hmm. in god childlike childlike Mm -hmm. Pretty much describe childlike faith. Man, I mean, like if you if you were to tell me as a kid, right? As a 12 year old. As a as a 12 year old kid, that Santa Claus wasn't real. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like I'd fight you on it. I'd be like, <laughs> no, what do you mean Santa Claus is not real? Mm -hmm. And just I just I don't know. I, I, I think um, just the childlike faith of just knowing something mm -hmm. and having that confidence in something. I don't got to worry about this because I have faith. Uh, I have faith in this chair right here to, to, to keep me up. Right. Yep. This is a good chair, right? Yes, it is. Okay. So I have faith in this chair. <laughs> Brand new, but I don't know. I don't know. If this is like <laughs> the, the black sheep chair. But yeah, um, it's a good chair. Yeah. I, I just, I, my mom said, That, hey, you know what? The Bible says that healing is real and dad's going to get healed because we're going to pray for it. And if you have the faith of the size of the mustard seed, then you can move him out. And I was like, 
yeah, mm-hmm. let's do it. Totally believed. Um, so that what you just said right now, mm-hmm. it wasn't sarcasm. Right. No, 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 no. It was totally one hundred percent real. Yeah, that you really believed that in your I heart. I really believed in my heart um, that my dad was not going to die. Mm. I, with, without a shadow of a doubt, because God is good, and we're Christians. So why, like, why? Yeah, this is what the Bible says. I, I believe the Bible to be true. Real, real childlike faith, and. Um, Yeah, uh, my father lived well beyond what the doctors said he was going to live. I think he lived maybe two and a half to three months. Um, I watched him. He was a bit of a heavyset guy. I I really watched him uh, in the span of three months really turn into just above like a skeleton. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, It was a real journey for him himself. Ran through the insurance, all of it. Ran through all the medication. He was just in pain. And um, uh, I remember Benny Hinn. Benny Hinn came came through in Long Beach. And um, we're at the end of our rope at this point. Uh, We're like near his death day. So um, a week. It's a week before his death day. So we're in Long Beach for uh, this Benny Hinn um, uh, revival. And... uh, my dad gets healed. He, he stay. I don't know what stage four lung cancer feels like, but to have that and then to not feel it the next minute and to be like, whoa, I feel no pain in the seats. Right. They didn't bring him up. And then he got healed. He got healed within his seat. Right. And they brought him up and um, they said, what, 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 what happened? And they explained, you know, like we he had stage four cancer. Um, he ran out of his medication. He did this, he did that and, uh, got slain. The spirit went down, came right back up and he said, sir, what do you feel? And, um, he said, you know, I feel no pain. And, uh, sitting in the, sitting in the seats, I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, boom. God so came that through. went up to the stage. Is that what happened? Your dad went up to the stage? He went up to the stage okay. and, um. Yeah, they we just we, we praise God at, at that point. Right. Just just shaking and clapping and going hallelujah. And uh, he came back down. He started feeling pain again um, as we kind of maybe left the anointing of the room. And um, from there, things just got progressively worse. Um, this is already after like uh, surgery to take out one of his lungs um, previously in the in the previous month. Um, so we're at our wits end. We we check him into a uh, we go to a hospice to grab some stuff, um, take him home. Uh, I think it's four four to seven days after that Benny Hinn uh, concert. My dad uh, went um, went in his uh, I think it was in his sleep, and uh, that day it was it was just like man, what like what do you mean my dad my dad's dead. Um, I had this faith. Like, what do you mean? Like, this, 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 this doesn't make sense. And uh, from there, just trying to make sense of it all. And I remember, um, I mean, let me just, let me, let me press, preface this before I say anything else. God bless my mom. I love my mom. Um, the faith that woman had uh, th- uh, through the, the cancer of her husband and the faith that, that 
I saw in her raising two two kids on her own. Um, God, I think, let me just thank God in this moment. Thank you for my mom. Um, my mom, uh, still full of faith and I want to know, uh, if she was able to process it at that point that her husband had died had said, you know what? Maybe God at this point, I'd be like, what? I don't know, but if God raised Lazarus from the dead, throwing Bible, right? Boom. That's scripture. Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead just because dad's dead doesn't mean that he's going to stay dead. And me following the wisdom of my mom and just the, the the scripture that she's saying, like, oh, well, that's how God's going to do it, right? Childlike faith. Boom. Yeah, of course, that's how God's going to do it. I'm 12 at this point. Right. So so uh, I remember, and maybe I could paint a better picture of it like this, Miguel. My mom, not my mom, uh, my dad died in my room. I was sleeping in my mom's room at that point uh, for that day. Um, my dad's in my room. I have my Wii, my Nintendo Wii, um, in my room with my dad's dead body. My cousin, at this point, I have 150 people in my house. They're, they're, we're all mourning. Um, my cousin's like, hey, where's your Super Smash Brothers, uh, the, the video game? I'm like, oh, it's in my room. And he says, uh, oh, do you want me to go get it? And me having just like this epiphany of like, oh, yeah, God's going to raise my dad from the dead. Uh, why did I ever doubt him? I, I'm like, no, 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 I'll go get it. Right. So I walk into my father's room where he's dead. Nonchalant. Right. Real nonchalant. Real like like not even how you would expect a 12 year old boy as his father is like five feet away from him dead. I have my cousin who's in the room. He's crying. He sees me come in. I just casually come in, grab my Nintendo, come on out. And so I had peace at that at point. this moment, your dad just passed away? Mm -hmm. No, no, no. He, oh. he went somewhere at like 1, 1 a.m., oh, okay, 2 a.m. Okay, okay, okay. So now it's like 10 a.m. My cousins are over. They're asking about the Wii. I go into the room. I grab it. Very nonchalant. I have all the confidence in, my, in the world that, that like my dad's going to raise for the dead. Mm -hmm. This is not this is not the end of it. Um, we bury him a week later. I remember being at the at the funeral. I was laying him down I'm like, get up, dad, get up, dad, get up, dad. And he goes in the ground. Wow. And now I am crushed. And um, now I'm faced with all this confusion. And. Um, and now I'm like I'm trying to make sense of it all right now. Years are passing, years are passing. I'm can asking we, God. Can we pass the button there for a moment? Mm -hmm. and if we can, I don't want to focus, but at the same time, I do. Uh -huh. um, Whatever having, you want. Miguel. Having having this childlike faith. Mm -hmm. You're trusting and believing what the Bible said. Mm -hmm. and, and, and then even at your dad's funeral. Mm -hmm. You're believing and you're trusting and you're even telling your dad, dad, get up. Mm -hmm. I mean, that just blows my mind because mm -hmm. is I can almost feel your pain mm -hmm. by you saying the words, dad, get up. Mm -hmm. Dad, get up. I can picture my son mm -hmm. on that moment the pain that he's feeling, mm -hmm. the emotions, and to the point of like having this 
hope and faith in God that God, even that he can be dead, that God is going to raise him in that moment mm -hmm. because you're believing and you're trusting God. Mm -hmm. What a devastating moment for a little boy. Very devastating. Very devastating. And um, yeah, that so that happened, right? And um, and then even at a younger age for my brother, my brother was uh, 10. Mm -hmm. My little brother was 10. So for little boys to to grapple with uh, the death of their of their father and and many more like me, many many people losing um, losing their uh, their dads yeah. and and having faith in God and uh, I I'm thankful that um, no that wasn't like the drop off point for me with my faith, mm. um, but it did it did like hurt it it hurt it, um, and you were confused. And I was confused. I was like, God, like, what? Well, what's good? You said this. You said that. What, what, what's going on? So, in my head, and then yeah, there's just like anger too. Anger too. I like, like, you dropped the ball, God. What? Um. Um. So faith is hurt. Trust is hurt at this point. Um. And now I'm in my. Now I'm. I'm growing up. Right. I'm growing up in my teens. And uh, to give a little bit more story, uh, with my dad, um. And uh, asking for his provision now, right? So now, uh, I think the whole thing is provision. Asking my, asking God to heal my dad, provision, right? You're going to provide a way for my dad to survive. You're going to provide healing. You're mm -hmm. going to provide this, provide that. Uh, then it got switched to okay. So let me let me let me talk about um, some more. Uh, my dad uh, hopped on over from uh, Mexico City over here when he was a teenager. Got truck driving job. Uh, after that, he did uh, demo work. Um, forgive me if I'm a little bit slow. Uh, I don't know if there's anything legal I got to be careful with. Um, my, uh, to, to be honest, I did not know. Like, what, what do you mean? Okay. So let me just, let me just continue. Yeah. So, go ahead. Go ahead so, free. right. Uh, I guess it's truck diving job. Um, does demo work. Okay. A very, very popular company back in the nineties, um, uh, had hired this, his demo company to demo their store. Mm -hmm. um, I want to say many of these uh, listeners, maybe if they're older, mm -hmm. uh, shop there. Okay. Many people. Okay. Um, very, very popular store. Um, they send them in, but really they should have got a hazmat team uh, because there was asbestos in the store. Okay. And he spent maybe like, uh, I don't know how long he spent in the store demoing it, but it's a giant store. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a very big store and it has asbestos. So they should have uh, hired a hazmat team. They didn't. They just hired a demo team. And through that, my dad uh, developed mesothelioma. Mm -hmm. And um, um, really from the process of him being sick in the middle of it while he's still alive, we were um, gathering um, statements for courts, for this, for that. Um, and um, from eight to or 12 to 18 or, or 19, we we're in a very long, long court battle. This is after your dad's passed. This is after my dad's passed. So very, very, very long court battle. And uh, it wasn't like like this was a long shot court battle. Mm. Long shot. Really, it was kind of boring. If you were to make a movie out of it, it'd be kind of a boring, boring movie, movie. Right. So um, uh, long, uh, long story short, eight years of depositions, this, that evidence. We've, we've got evidence that there is a there was asbestos in this place. Uh, we got documentation on this, that. 
the one key piece of everything, right, was that uh, my uh, my family, my cousin, um, uh, his deposition of like, yeah, I worked with Martin at this place, mm-hmm. and yeah, we he had to go get tested too. So we're like, hey, brother, you gotta go get. You could have what Martin had. Yeah, he was good. So thank God he was good. Um, uh, he at throughout the whole process was uh, very cooperative with us. He was at the very last second, very last second, changed his deposition, said, no, I actually wasn't with Martin. Uh, they were living in the same house, going to the same job. Right. I wasn't with Martin. I, don't, I wasn't here. I wasn't this. I wasn't that. And we were crushed. This is a hundred and fifty million to two hundred million dollar defamation, not defamation, um, negligence mm-hmm. suit that resulted in death. Mm-hmm. So uh, we were crushed. This, the 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 case got thrown out. Now I'm like, God, where's deprivation? As an eighteen year old, right? As eight, I'm now I'm eighteen. I'm older, right? I'm like, God, what the heck? Really, I'm cursing, right? I'm like, yeah. what the what? I don't want to. Uh, out of respect for the viewers. And- <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm broken. I am sad. I am confused. Um, even more confused. Even more confused. Um, my mom, ha- I'm just like the hope. I think the hope and, and you get, you hear 150 million, right? And, uh, you, you, you begin to, like, I don't know if anyone could hear 150 <laughs> million and not think, oh, I'm going to get a 69 Chevelle. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I hear you. Uh, the, but, stabil- the financial stability is going to be there even though your dad is not there. But at least the battle, the fighting, the court, and, and all of this, that thing is going to compensate. And this is where I'm going to tie both of these things in, is that I was having a lot of faith in God for a certain outcome. Mm. For a certain outcome, I had faith that, you know what, this is how God is going to provide. Not only that, my, my dad was the provider. Right. He was a really good provider. Right. And um, like, how am I going to live? My dad, like, my, my dad's like the guy that, that brings in the money. So not only like, I love my dad. So yeah. like, God, hey, heal him. This is what we're praying. Heal him, please. I have faith in you to do this. And I'm going to have faith. I'm going to have, this is, this is my prayer. This is, I have, I had peace, Miguel. I had so much peace, like that childlike faith. I did not believe my dad was going to die. He dies. My prayer, and I'm sure his prayer was God heal me. He brought that. Yeah. Because to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Yeah. With the court case, right? Really, at the end of the day, it's 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 me saying, God, you know what? I don't want to see my mom working three jobs. I don't want to see this. God, can you provide? Uh, God, you know, we got this court case. I pray, Lord God, that you bless the lawyers, uh, bless my cousin uh, who's got the the deposition going. Lord God, we rebuke the enemy's hand on this. Lord God, have really praying for an outcome, and when that outcome didn't follow through god didn't come through with that specific outcome that i was praying for now i'm met with disappointment and uh one thing that that i've learned is it it pleases god when his children really have faith in who he is rather than what he can do 
Wow. So right now, now I had so much faith in God for an outcome with this, this, with my dad's healing, right? So much faith. Talk about eight year long, <laughs> eight yeah. year, eight years of watching my mom struggle. Eight years of watching uh, the hurt, the pain uh, of her, right? Come to find out, like I found this out recently that mm -hmm. my mom didn't eat some nights. Me, I'm, I'm, and this, this is where I've got to really rely on the guy because I'm sure that my mom's prayer was, Lord, let my kids eat today. And I ate. So God, God came through with the prayer. What, what my mom's blessing in heaven is for how, how great of a job she did raising me and my brother. Uh, I don't know how big of a reward that is. I think it's going to be great. I think uh, somewhere in the Bible it says um, in the Psalms that arrows are quivers, quivers, or no, arrow, children are arrows in a warrior's quivers to shoot at whatever they're trying to destroy or this or that. My mom, man, I think, I thank God for my mom because that woman sacrificed that woman, although she's not perfect. And um, I came to a point of really analyzing um, my grandmother and uh, the way the, the hurt that was in that home, the, the brokenness that was in that home, um, the violence that was in that home. And I came to her at one point, at a very emotional point, uh, conversation with her of just saying, like, mom, like, I love you. Um, I know you're not perfect. I think the fact that you did not treat us a tenth of the way that grandma treated you, you're an amazing parent. And uh, she's crying. I'm I'm shedding a tear, and and um, I'm just really, really, really thankful for um, for that woman, um, Miguel. I got sidetracked. Where what, what, what was you I? You have not gotten sidetracked. You are <laughs> right on track. Let me tell you, because the conversation that we are having, mm -hmm. it's about the loss of your dad mm -hmm. and um, the loss of that, mm -hmm. the loss of that court. Mm -hmm. And how God, you were praying for God to be the provider mm -hmm. that he probably for you and your prayers, he wasn't being that provider. Because mm -hmm. you prayed for your dad's healing and he didn't provide that healing for you guys. Mm -hmm. And you were praying for the uh, that court, you know, for for, mm -hmm. for, for for the favor on that court and for you guys to win that. It was my idea of how God was going to come through. Um, and he comes through and did, let me say, let me, let me, let me say this. Thank God we did not win that court battle. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Thank God. Because I would have been a Macaulay Culkin if, <laughs> if just, yeah. just dealing with the hurt, the hurt, <laughs> I seeing all the hurt that I got, right. seeing the tendencies of what, what, I, where I'm driven to because of my insecurities. Thank God. God was a good, good father for not letting that court case go through. Mm. I say that now as a point of being at a place of uh, maybe not the most mature, but continuing right. to mature. All right. Um, as Paul says in Philippians, uh, Philippians 3, right? Mm -hmm. Though I'm not perfect, I strive towards the goal. Mm -hmm. Continuing in maturity. Um, but thank, 
Thank God. I think we pray for a lot of things. And yeah. this is where I'm just learning more and more and more about faith and trust. Yeah. Is that um, we could take a job, right? God, I pray for job A. God, it makes so much sense. It's this many miles from my house, from my mother-in-law's house. I could do this. I could do that. The benefits are here, 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 there. Lord God, Jesus, please, please. Option A. And you could be even at a point of desperation. Let's say you don't even have a job. Right. You're just at a point. You're broken. You, you've got all the stress in the world. Right. But God comes with job B. Right. Whether you, God comes through with what you're asking. Right. With job A. You go, thank God. Or God could come through with job B that you weren't even thinking about. Right. And then you just say the same thing with job B. Thank God, because you know that th- this wasn't what I was praying for, but man, this is where Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Right. <clears throat> so you are at this point of God healing you for this emotional and spiritual turbulence mm-hmm. of you being, you know, trusting God so much that can heal and can pretty much heal your dad in that second, in that moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, anyway, you lost your dad, okay? But and then on that battle of the court, mm-hmm. okay, on the lawsuit, you're, you're praying and you're trusting God that he's going to come through mm-hmm. there too. Again, you guys lost. Mm-hmm. Again, your faith pretty much is getting crushed. Mm-hmm. And then you say, you say something that I'm like, it, it caught my attention when you say, well, you know, uh, trusting God, but really praying for the things that it sounded and please correct me and i may not be saying this the way you said it but it's okay you you say something about the lines of like you need to trust god for who he is mm-hmm. instead of for the things that he can do for you yeah i think it was um god's very pleased when we have faith in who he is rather than in what he can do right yeah uh, talk to me about that and how is your healing coming through well, that where moment? I'm, where I'm finding it is I'm I'm just at this point, like, not suppressing it anymore. And really, really kind of um, maybe seeing in other parts of my life where um, things aren't the greatest and it stems from one point, right? One problem here where another problem springs up is just this this point of like really can i have faith in god right can i trust god if this and that and uh yeah yeah i can trust god but where where it's coming from is i i suppressed it i suppressed it i i i uh put on a smile i knew i knew the christian things to say god's uh god's got me god there's what what um um just all the cliche things that, that Christians say, like, oh, I'm trusting in God. Yeah. Were, you, were you still going to church? Uh, did yeah. you disconnect from church at all? No, never. from uh, never. anything at all? No, we, we did but not. But you were putting a facade of that everything is, what, everything I'll, okay? I'll, or? I don't know if a facade could, could be what it Because I think with a facade, you're aware of it. Mm-hmm. I just suppressed it. I didn't cry. No. I didn't even cry about my dad um, because I was... You know what? We could probably call it a facade. Um, uh, I didn't cry about my dad 
for about maybe a year and a half to two years. After? After. I remember I was in drama class and we had to choose a song um, that meant something to us. Mm. Um, they gave us uh, <laughs> they gave us uh, like a like a goofy round, mm-hmm. and I chose uh, "Jump Around" by Hassa Payne, where it goes "Jump, everybody jump, jump." It's it's a, just a a dumb song, but okay. they're like, okay, now that you got the dumb songs out of the way, choose a meaningful song. I chose okay. um, I chose the song that he had at his funeral, which was uh, "Amazing Grace" by Chris Tomlin. Okay, wow. And um, yeah, I totally thought I wasn't gonna cry, mm-hmm. but there I am, right? You gotta put your head down in the middle of the class. Uh, as the lights are dark, lights come on, you put your head up and then you, you, you talk about this song. Song I started playing, I immediately just started bawling. Just like, I couldn't finish, I couldn't finish the song. I wasn't going to get credit for it. But the teacher the next day let me go up again um, and um, f- complete the song. Kind of crying like this and this is my dad's song and, and this was at his funeral and the, yeah, God did it. So, yeah, I suppressed it. And where I think maybe I could point to was but dad's dead, right? Dad's dead. We owned our home. Um, uh, ended up losing our home. Oh, I didn't talk about that. We lost everything. Yeah, my dad, dad gone, lost the cars, lost the house, lost everything. Uh, moved over to Rancho Cucamonga. Uh, oh, 2008. So then the depression or the, the recession hits. And it's just bad. It's just bad. But through it all, I could point to so many places where God was faithful in taking care of us. Um, uh, just so many places. So all this happens. But before we lost the house, we were renovating it to rent out and uh, have income. So my mom, this is my mom's thing. We're going to renovate it. going to have income for it uh, with it, with us owning it. And I was doing the bathroom. And... Um, with my cousin Emilio and our neighbor Brady, who was uh, gonna rent it out from us. And we're in the bathroom, uh, we're in my parents' restroom, taking part of the toilet, taking about part tile from the, the, the shower. And uh, my cousin and Brady start talking and they're talking about my dad and they say, you know what, Adrian? Like, now that your dad's gone, like you're the man of the house now. You're, you're, you're a man now. And I let I heard How that old were you I'm twelve. You, you you were twelve. I'm twelve, and my cousin Emilio and my my neighbor Brady said, "You're a man now." And I'm like, "Oh man, who's gonna take care of my mom? Who's gonna take care of this and care, take care of that?" And then this is where pride comes in, right? Is that now I've got to be good. And this is where when you ask me what was my uh, definition of success, it's right. perfection because I got to. I can't. How can I not? So I take all this on as a young child, right? And um, wasn't good. What kind of a what kind of a kid should be living with that mentality? And where I couldn't, and where I'm like, how do how the heck do I help my mom? Right? How do I? So whenever uh, school field trips came up, and it's twenty bucks to go to, to Del Taco and mm-hmm. see uh, Cat in the Hat at the local theater, <laughs> right? I think I think a lot of people have done that, um, and it costs twenty bucks. And I know my mom's struggling. I don't even mention it to my mom. Whole whole school goes to go mm. see Cat in the Hat. So you were pretty much taking, uh, trying to take care of yourself. I'm trying to in a way. No, no. I think I'm trying to look out for others. Mm. I'm trying to look out for my mom. I'm I'm trying to see what can I do. Right, right. It 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 it, it hurts me. Mm. What can I? 
do? To help. To help. I can't do nothing. Can I do something? What can I do? I remember, I remember 17. Because 17. there was so much devastation, so much loss going on in your life. Mm-hmm. And you were asking yourself this question. Mm-hmm. What can I do to help out of this situation? What can I do to help my mom? Mm. What can I do to right. help my brother? Mm. Just I'm just like, what can I do? I remember 17 hit. I started getting checks from the government. And uh, I remember one... Like, I was so happy to just like pay the pay the bills, right. pay the rent for the month. So through these times and moments and and, and seasons of mm-hmm. uh, losses, devastations, and, and and all those things, you're you're finding out that uh, well, if God is not my provider, who will be that provider for my life in a yeah. way? And now, Adrian, I want to switch the gears, but mm-hmm. staying on that topic, I want to switch the gears a little bit. And um, what piece of advice will you share with your younger self? Man, I mean, it, it's it's you. You are, you are enough, and God is more than enough. Those those two things are, I think, go hand in hand. And just for me, kind of maybe looking at the past and where where I fretted the most in life, it's that um, you know I am enough. You know, I'm enough to just just as is for whoever will. I mean, if, if if I'm not enough for someone, it's just like like oh okay, oh, but I I that's okay. I know I am enough. Adrian, you are enough. Do not feel. Like you aren't. Don't feel like you have to live up to being a man. You're not. Can you, You're a kid. Can you can you go back to those moments and talk to yourself? Hmm. And tell yourself that. You want to do it right now? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Man, no softballs with you, Miguel. I, I, I want, this is I raw. Want you, hey, this I, is why this it's is, called raw and real. This is why it's called Ryan. This is real. why it's called Ron Real. Because I want you to picture yourself looking at you being 12 years old mm-hmm. with the, all the experience that you have gained within all these years. You are 25 years old mm-hmm. now. So don't tell me that you haven't learned something because mm-hmm. there are some things that you have learned. And then I want you to really look at yourself, mm-hmm. a 12 year old. Picture your probably picture yourself when you are helping out remodeling that mm-hmm. bathroom and your cousins and, and your cousin and your friend are telling you mm-hmm. you are the man of the house now what uh, i was just thinking do? about it. i was just thinking like okay i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna catch my 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 younger self coming out of the restroom right right okay so adrian little adrian man i'm a man now adrian hey psst, hey mirror hey you're not a man <laughs> but that's okay and though your dad is gone, God is enough. God will never leave you. God will never forsake you. But you got to realize right now, there is nothing you got to live up to. To honor your dad, there's nothing you got to live up to. To love yourself. There's nothing you got to live up to. You are enough. And always for any, any, um, anything that you feel like you're lacking, 
you're lacking um you're lacking uh education you're lacking um uh the ability to do great in school you're lacking the ability to focus you're lacking whatever you're lacking god will meet you there and god will be enough to suffice the pain god will be enough to fill the hole god will be enough to meet that lack and fill that lack. God is enough and you are enough. Know that. And anybody that tells you different, hey, just keep on like a water off a dog's back, all right? Just know this. Your jokes are funny. Don't let anyone tell you the knots. <laughs> And just keep on walking because you are you are more than enough. I'm a real catch as a friend, as a as a as a as a partner, as a as a man. At least I think I'm a catch. You know, I, <laughs> I really appreciate. I really really appreciate your heart. I really appreciate your company, uh, your energy. I've known you probably for about a little over a year now. A little over a year. Yeah, and uh, I always love the energy that you bring to the room and, and how real you you are. You know, there's no fake, you know, with you. And um, uh, thank you for sharing your heart out, out with us. And I want to thank the audience here. But before we close, I would like uh, the audience uh, to hear from your lips, to hear from you, who you are, what do you do, and uh, where can we find out more about yourself? Okay, if I if I could real quickly just wrap up wrap up for the bow. Oh man, Adrian Flores right now working towards. I don't even have to say working. Just when God, hey, Lord's my shepherd, He leads me near. <laughs> I shall not walk. He leads me near green pastures. Um, man, I am walking and believing. Yo. And goal of my life, ministry, that's that's happening. And man, God is, as as we said, the my life is not stagnant, right? As uh, right now, right, right, not stagnant. I'm coming to healing. Uh, I'm coming to grace. I'm coming to all these things, and uh, not suppressing anything. I'm being real with God about just what I'm feeling, and you know what. At the end of the day, with whatever happens and with everything that I pray for, uh, people, places, things, thank God. Um, if I could just encourage everyone, hey, have faith. Uh, faith not in uh, what God can do, but faith in who God is and who he is to you. He's leading you in, in, in many mighty ways. Have faith in that. Don't, don't question uh, 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 the goodness of God. He's so good. I've seen God come through time and time and time and time and time and time after after time when I don't deserve it, when I really don't. I am so humbled and filled with grace and mercy right now because of the grace and mercy that I'm experiencing. Um, what were you asking, Miguel? What was the question? Who are you? Introduce yourself to, to the audience, to me, to us, um, your background, a mm -hmm. little bit of your background, which, I mean, you, you mentioned some of it mm -hmm. right now. But, uh, yeah, just... Uh, let us know about who you are and uh, what do you do and mm -hmm. where can we find out more about yourself? Okay, guys, my name is Adrian Flores. 
I'm a Cali kid. Been living in California all my life. Um, I love it here. Uh, what do you do? What do you, what do, you what do, do I do? I'm a servant over at uh, Ralph's. I'm your local uh, cheese master. Uh, my fa- my personal favorite, Miguel, yeah. is the Asiago with rosemary and olive oil. Oh, so rich, so savory. Put some bruschetta <laughs> on that thing, some sea salt, Murray's crackers. That I gotta try ready. that one. I think it's ready. I should have brought some today. That's why I messed up. <laughs> Next we time we'll we could have been bougie time. together. Um, uh, it is my life's goal and desire to serve God. Um, with my life, this underdog story gonna go to His glory. Um, uh, I am all about others. I am all about a good time. I am all about growth. Um, you could follow me at, uh, on Instagram at a flow. It's, it's, it's like JLo, but it's a flow. <laughs> it's a F L O dot underscore, 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 um, three underscores, three underscores. Okay. I believe it's three. Okay. Um, yeah, my, I, 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 I love Jesus. Great. I really do. Great. And I just want to, you know, God will never let you down. Great. Adrian, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for the invitation. Thank you for sharing your heart out again. Uh, thank you, the audience, for being here with us. And Thank and, and God this is audio because my mascara is running. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, very touchy and uh, very raw and real story. And uh, that's what we try to get here. Mm-hmm. Well, we can learn from you. And your story just be relatable because someone out there uh, probably going through that pain that you went through right now. Yeah. And uh, they're going to they're gonna hear your story and they're going to mm-hmm. be like, hey, there is hope. There is hope. You know? There really is. Right. There, there is there's, there's so much hope. Never give up faith. Again, I'm thankful that I did not have, that, like in my heart, I did not at that point where so many um, drop off and say, God's not real. Mm. Everybody was right. God didn't come through. And even out, even the second point where I could have said, God's not real. Mm-hmm. What? God's so mean. What? Yeah. I'm, I'm grateful. If there's anybody listening that had that drop off point. Hey, I, I, from one person, from one person that had that, that's had those points in their life. Um, the devil's a liar. One. Um, God is the very definition of goodness upon which we could even define what is good and evil and bad and what is just, um, God loves you. God cares about you. Um, the hurt that's in your heart right now, um, it, it, it will only lead you to destruction. If you could just have faith and put that faith in Christ that he is who he says he is. He is that good shepherd who leads you to green pastures, to still waters. If you could just hold on to that, I promise you, God's going to show himself to you in many mighty ways. And that is, that, 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 that's all I got to say about that. Thank you, Adrian. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, thank you. And uh, here you guys have it. And uh, if you'd like to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram at miguelaquino one or you can send me an email at l-u-i-s-m-i-d-w at gmail.com. This has been Ryan Real. So long. This has been Raw and Real with real people and real life stories. Thanks again for tuning in. And remember this. You can spend your life any way you want to. But you can only spend it once. 
Spend it wisely.